Hello everybody, welcome to Success Defined. I'm Ben McDonald. And if you thought that starting a company was intimidating, how about starting creating and running two companies at the same time, overseeing all operations, all while managing and empowering nine employees in two different locations. And that's what we have today in our conversation. So we are joined with Aaron Paget, and Aaron runs and owns Aaron Paget Events, mm -hmm. as well as Paige and Elliot Boutique, Bridal Boutique. So we are gonna jump into a lot of how you juggle a million different things at once, sure. but I appreciate you being here with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I wanna get to the start of your entrepreneurial kind of journey, yeah. and what prompted you to even begin a company in the first place? Sure, so my dad's an entrepreneur, so he owns a casting directing company. So he started um, kind of as an actor and worked his way up, and it became an entrepreneur and started his own company, and it's very successful. Um, but I watched his schedule be incredibly flexible throughout, okay. yeah. day by day by day, where my mom worked in the school system. My mom was a guidance counselor, so she was like, nine to five, Monday through Friday, had our summers, and I was more drawn to the flexible life. Yeah. Not knowing, <laughs> it's not quite as flexible as you thought it would be, right, maybe, right, right. but you know, <laughs> I was drawn to it. Um, and so I actually started working regular jobs. Um, when I was in high school, I was working at a country club, so I got my taste and my foot in the door for events and weddings and things along those lines there. Um, I just did banquet serving, worked there after school, that kind of stuff. Um, and worked for other companies. So I've done corporate America, I worked at a marketing company before, Realized that I was tired of other people telling me what to do and how to spend my time. So decided I wanted to start my own thing. Um, I actually was working at a uh, printing company doing sales and marketing for a printing company and had some medical issues and so had to leave work for a little while. Mm -hmm. And when it was time to go back to work, my husband was like, I mean, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, but I want to do it for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. want someone else to tell me what to do. That's fair. 100%. So um, I was happiest when I was wedding planning. When I was younger, I was in college. I went to college full-time and wedding plan full-time for a country right. club. And so I just decided to start my own company. And so we were actually, my husband and I were at Five Guys Restaurant having a meal when we were talking about this. And on the back of every seat, I wrote like a pseudo business plan for the new <laughs> wedding so planning company. So I got it's awful. It. Like it's horrible. Like this receipt's like, okay, I have to mark it. Like, what's going to be the name? Like what's a logo? Just like basics of starting a company. And so like, you know, nothing like having a burger and fries and being like, all right here's what I'm gonna do <laughs> um, so that was in 2013 so uh, 2013 I, I started Aaron Paget events and I actually started it as simply southern wedding and event design because I didn't want my name attached to it because I was hoping to have additional planners and I didn't want that to right. feel like you know it had to be me kind of yeah. thing um, well there's simply southern multiple companies with the name simply southern so that did not work out yeah. so um, it changed to Aaron Paget events in 2015 and has been ever since um, so that's kind of where that entrepreneurial started. I've watched the flexibility that other people had. I was I didn't want other people to tell me when I could work, how I could work, when I could use the restroom, when I could make a right. phone call. Um, and so that was a big piece of it when <clears throat> I started that. So let's go back to that because you were able to see both sides. Yeah. Um, what Give us one or two lessons that you were able to take from growing up mm -hmm. that you now can apply into your business. Oh. It was interesting because I think I was jealous of what my father was able to do where if he wanted to take a week off and go on vacation he could but he would work his tail off the week before so that he could go for a week so what I one big piece that I took from that is to work your rear off every single day if it takes late evenings or hours or whatever it is so that way you can drop everything for a week and really completely ignore it and release it and he would literally leave work at the door 
So instead of also checking email while on vacation or also doing this, he would literally shut it all off. And okay. so that was a big lesson that was like, if you're going to do that, you do it so rarely you take those vacations, completely shut it off. Yeah, and so, be, be all in in the moment. 100%. And yeah. so I, from day one of my business, I never get work email on my phone. Okay. Never. Interesting. Never, never had it, never will have it. it. It enables me to have some sort of personal life as well. Yeah. Um, giving your life to a bride is, is a lot. <laughs> so it enables me to have a, have a personal life. So one lesson for sure was if you're going to do it, give it everything you've got and completely shut it off and create that separation because it is such a personal yeah. um, connection there. Is that a daily struggle for you oh, yeah. or have you been able to kind of get in a groove where you have some sort of balance? Um, it ebbs and flows. Um, there was in the first couple years of the business, we weren't as busy. So it was a little easier to have that kind of a balance. Just a blessing and a curse. Totally. (laughs) Totally. And we have been like, I've been very fortunate to have a team now and and to be able to do that. But the balance act is really challenging. It's very, very hard. Um, I don't take for granted that I'm, I'm very close to a bride and her family and it's one of the biggest days of her life. And so I don't take it for granted that I'm the last person she sees before she walks down an aisle. And so you create this bond where they become your best friend. So it's a challenge. Balance is like my word of the year. If you ever do words of the year, I do words of the year. Balance is my word for 2018. Um, So I'm working on it. So, you know, I set up a date night every Monday with my husband. I put um, actual office hours and business hours of when I would be working, Mm -hmm. which was not something I had done before. So okay. it's a challenge, but it's you take small baby steps. Okay. Towards it. Yeah. No, yeah. perfect. I like it. Um, so you're a few years into the business. Yep. And you get a great idea of <laughs> let's throw more on your plate. Sure, why not? So <laughs> first off, where where did the idea of the bridal beauty come in first? And then I've got to follow up for it. Yeah, totally. So a um, couple things. One, I wanted to do a business with my husband. Um, I wanted to go into business with my husband because he's a finance guy, so he had his own thing. And I had the wedding planning, and he didn't really want much to do with wedding planning, which is fine. Um, But I wanted to go in business with him. Two, I saw kind of a hole in the market. Um, In being in the wedding industry for three years when I did this, I saw the hole in the market of affordable bridal dresses, but at a boutique style where they got the customer service and the relationship and the connection that they would not receive at a big box store. Okay. And so the idea kind of came from, hey, I want to do something with my husband. Hey, I see this hole in the market, and I like retail. Let's kind of put those two together. Okay. And so that's kind of... Where it came from. And I actually marinated on the idea for probably a year before I brought it up to my husband. Because he's a numbers guy, like you are. Right. So he had to know, you know, how would this work? Well, yeah, the yeah. numbers like, so like I had to prepare a pie chart and be like, here's how <laughs> it would work. So I kind of marinated on it for a while. And, and then I trapped him in the car. We were on a trip and I made him talk to me about it. So <laughs> there you go. You went through your whole pitch. I did. I did. I had a name. Like I explained it to him, the whole concept, everything. And, yep. and if he had said no, he had said no. You know, but fortunate he um, could understand where I was going from. It was supportive. Yep. Yeah. So there are a lot of people out there that see holes in markets and yeah. things like that. Um, and they have a job or they have a business and they can't take that next step. So what gave you the confidence or at least some sort of comfortability to be able to say, yep, I can fully commit myself to two separate entities? I think I'm glutton for punishment. I'm a, I'm, I'm a workaholic, and if I'm going to do something, I do it 100%. I'm never going to do anything halfway. And so for me, it was listen to the gut and go for it. Right or wrong, I didn't have a guarantee. There was no guarantee it was going to work. There was no guarantee that it wasn't just going to fall flat. I did have the fallback of the planning job if things didn't go well. And I also already had an in in the industry. So I already had kind of a sphere of influence. I already had people that I knew right there that were going to need something in the same industry that I was already in. And so that was another positive kind of in the, in the pro column. Um, It was another check mark for that. I'm also just an impulsive human being for the good or bad. (laughs) 
go to bed. And I'm also somebody who says, worst that'll happen is it fails. And if it does, you gave it everything you could. And if it fails, it fails. And you learn a lesson from it. And so it didn't take much for me to do it. I actually had the conversation with my husband in May and we opened in November. So it's a quick we were doing it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at the building and I had the building in August. Talked to him at the end of May and I had the building in August and then we opened in November. Okay. So so you now jump into the second company and yeah. you've and you've got two. Your word is balanced for 2018, which is perfect with my follow-up. Okay. So uh, where does that balance come from? Because yeah, you want to give your all and everything to both companies, but and they're in the same industry, so yeah. there's some crossover, of course. But they're different businesses. Yep. You have different responsibilities, different needs for each one. How do you balance the two different companies? Sometimes it's better than others. Um, a big portion is hiring the right people. Honestly, my employees at both okay. of the companies are a massive piece of that because I couldn't do what I do at both companies without them supporting it. Um, and I have an all-female team. So there's eight additional people plus myself. So um Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Um, but no, I mean, I couldn't do it without them. I also decided that for myself, there were two or three things in life that really mattered to me, and I wasn't going to get rid of them just because I was so busy with work. So a day night with my husband once a week, it had to stay, and I didn't care. And yeah. I respectfully would tell anyone who, unless you were dying, no, like you do not need yeah. me on Monday. Right. Like you know, so that was one area of balance. A second area is when I'm off, I'm off. Like okay. I will not, you, I will not work, yeah. and I don't mean that in a rude way. But everybody needs balance in life, okay. and so um, those have been some areas. I think I'm just I'm in love with working. I am in love with feeling accomplished and feeling mm-hmm. like I'm providing something to someone who needs it, whether it be retail versus services. So that part like makes my heart sing. Okay, yeah, no, I like for it. the good and the bad. <laughs> You had mentioned employees, so let's pivot yeah. into there. Uh, you manage eight other people, yes. like you said, besides yourself, um, and you're not at that location all the time. So you you can't micromanage, not like you would want to anyways, right. but uh, what's your approach towards uh, handling employees? Yeah, so it's a little different per company, and we do it that way, but I have a list of expectations up front that here's what I expect from you, here's what you can expect from me, and if at any time one of those is not working, it's completely open to a policy. I actually took all the doors off of all um, in my office. In the wedding okay. planning office, there's like four or five places I pulled all the doors off, and that's stupid. I think it was in a movie one time, like, oh, my doors always open or something, <laughs> but it's not like that. I just wanted it to feel more like we're a team. Okay. So very much, I tell the girls all the time, they laugh at me. I'm like, look, we're, I might be driving the bus of this, but you're on the same seat as me. You're sitting right next to me on that. You're not behind me. You're not trailing in the back. You're not holding on to the back. You're right okay. next to me, but I'm the one kind of driving it. So each of them, I empower each of them to make the business their own, That for them to feel accomplished about it and for them to say, hey, I'm the face of Paige and Elliot. I'm the face of Aaron Page event, so I need to, you know, feel confident in that. So um, we do weekly staff meetings at both companies. Um, I actually do a lot of events. Um, and we do a lot of fun activities together that are not work-related at all. Yep. And it's a huge deal for us. Um, we because go, of the relationship and culture inside? Yeah. 100% relationship. And we do with our spouses or significant others or friends because we are together all the time. And yep. what we offer in both the planning and in the um, bridal boutique is a very emotional time frame. Right. And it is very, very mentally taxing, it can be, and it's very emotionally taxing. We call ourselves, like, we joke that we're unlicensed family and marriage therapists <laughs> because we constantly are that way. And so you need that release sometimes and to be able to, you know, get along with one another. And I have, knock on wood, I have yet to have any employee choose to leave me um, or choose to move to another job in, in what volumes. I've done. Yeah, in the Some five person. and a half years. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
um, in the five and a half years that I've been there because I just want to create a really welcoming environment. Mm-hmm. And so everything is non-judgmental. And we have this joke that we say, if I have to discuss something with them, a business-related situation that occurred or something that didn't go right, then instead of looking at them friend to friend, I'll look at them and say, look, we need to have a business discussion. And then they know it's not personal. I'm not attacking you. You're not attacking me. It's not a personal situation. It's, hey, this occurred from a business standpoint. Can't occur again. Here's what you can learn from it kind of thing. But um, I'm really big on, on team building and camaraderie that we have there and big on each person taking their ownership of what they're doing. So you've mentioned team a couple times yeah. in that answer. Uh, let's look at your event planning uh, company a little okay. bit because I believe you're the only or one of the only wedding planning or event planning companies in the area yeah. where you actually work as a team. Correct. Um, so can you go into how that has led to success in the business? Yeah. I mean, it's nobody's perfect and everyone's human. And just expecting one person to handle every minute detail of something is, is daunting, yeah. especially when it comes to a wedding because so many brides and moms and dads and grooms, everyone's like, oh, it's the most important day. And we're like, it is, but it isn't. You know, it's a very important day, but there are going to be lots of important days in your life. Um, a great example is just there was a wedding one time that I was to be there and I got food poisoning and I couldn't be I'm at the hospital you can't up an IV I can't do anything about it and my team was there to stand up and so not a beat was missed and so someone else was there um, secondly I I don't know as much as by myself as our team would so I hired girls who all had different backgrounds and facets so that we would be a different with a different core so they complement your 100%. strengths instead of everybody having the same strength we are not the same at all and yeah. we do personality I do personality profiles and get to know them and things like that which are really fun and you know one of the girls is it has a background in graphic design so she's incredibly detail-oriented photographic and yeah. she looks at things from a design perspective very differently than I would um, another girl has a background in rentals and corporate events so she she focuses more on overall layouts and corporates. And so that's a whole different ballgame as well. So having all of us work together, not only is it nice because we can feed off of each other, but it makes the bride feel more confident that heaven forbid something were to happen. There's mm-hmm. always somebody else there that they can talk to to be able to help them. Okay. And let's go into empowerment a little bit okay. um, because of the separation and the fact that you're yeah. not there all the time. Uh, where, or I guess what was the tipping point or what gave you the, uh, the comfortability to be able to take a step back and say, this is your responsibility mm-hmm. and, and you run with it instead of having to be alongside them holding their hands all the time. Yeah. Because I think a lot of business owners and managers, they struggle with that. Yeah. They, they say, yeah, we want to empower employees and things like that. But at the end of the day, they have a vision for how they think it should be done. Mm-hmm. So they're going to step in and interact all the time. And I know you do a great job of not doing that. Well, you're sweet. I think I think most business owners are a little bit controlling in that way, that we like things a particular That's way. Why a little OCD. That's why we own our yeah. business. Like, And so I think that was a hard release. What I did is um, I call it the style shoot test, which anyone who's not in the wedding industry has no idea what I'm talking about. But it is basically um, a fake wedding setup. Okay. That happens that you see in magazines. So if you look at bridal magazines or blogs online and, oh, these people look beautiful and look at this table and this invitation, it's all right. fake. It's not real, right? Yeah. So that is what I do. That's what they're required to do. They're required to do an entire style shoot by themselves from start to finish. And that, if they can take a style shoot, and I give them a certain time frame. And within a style shoot, you have to talk to five to six vendors, coordinate um, timelines, details, logistics, manage everything from start to finish, provide the final proofing, communicate properly. Um, If you can handle that portion on a small scale, then you're you're learning and can handle that on a large scale. So anyone that comes to me first time, they have to do a style shoot to begin with. That's their first test um, at the planning company. And then I give constructive feedback at the end of that. Say, hey, look, here's what worked really well. Here are things that could work a little bit better. Um, And so that was really easy for me to see, especially my 
one full-time girl over there is just stellar. Just like, I'm like, please don't leave me ever. Um, she's just amazing. And she, not only did she do a style shoot, she did two in the same day because she's an overachiever because that's what she is. But it was able for me to go, I don't have to deal with this. I know she's going to be able to take charge of this, but I'm here yes. if she needs to fall back. Okay. That way. So I do the style shoot test over there. Yeah. It works. <laughs> We've had some that didn't work and some that did. Yeah. So it tends to work and it gives them confidence and empowers them to feel like, look what I've done. Like, look what I've accomplished. And I have a list as a checklist that says, here's all the things that you need to do. And here's the time frame you give. I give you deadlines because I need to make sure that you, if you can provide a deadline to me, then you're going to be able to do the same thing to a client. And then it also shows you when, if and when you do need to jump in and give assistance to yep. an employee because hey, the deadline's coming up and they're not ready for it or something passes and didn't get done. Correct. Yeah. 100%. But it gives them, even something as small as, as a style sheet, it gives them the ability to feel like that they've accomplished it on their own and that they're, that I wasn't micromanaging or that I wasn't standing over their shoulder the whole time. And I just go because and support them. Because it's a test. Yeah. And, it, and they, they get nervous as normal when your boss is standing over your shoulder. You're nervous. But I very much just in the background and, and do nothing but congratulate. You know, give some. My mom taught me the sandwich method where you give like really, you probably have heard this, like really, really positive, something kind of crappy in the middle with something really, really positive on the end. Yeah. And so I have done that the entire time with all of my employees. Here's some great things. Here's the kind of not so great. And here's, we're going to finish it up on really great things. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really easy. Girls are emotional in general and can be a little more sensitive. I'm one of them. It's okay. <laughs> um, and so managing eight of them, you have to kind of monitor that a little bit too. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we do over there. We do the, the style sheet test. Yep. No, I love it. A ton of great takeaways for oh, yeah. how to handle employees and, yeah. and work with people because you don't, it's not, you say handling employees, but yeah. it's not really that. It's no. really working with them and alongside them yep. so they can be the best for themselves and for the company. Yeah. I, they're, to me, they're my team members. I don't ever call them employees. I mean, they are on my taxes, you know, right. but in general, that's my team. Like that's, and they feel that way. And so they just feel like I'm a team leader. I am a boss and they get that, but it's very much just team related. And so everyone feels really comfortable and there's no competition or cattiness, which can unfortunately happen, you know, in some stuff. But you never know what someone's capable of doing until you give them a shot to do it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna stand over you, I'm just gonna let you try. Mm-hmm. If you fail, we'll learn from that, right. you know? Yep, no, perfect, love right. it. Um, let's pivot a little bit okay. and get pretty practical. What is one tool that you would not want to do business without? Just something you rely on all the time in, in your business today? Oh, that's a really good question. I was not prepared for that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was not prepared for that one. I mean, if you're talking about something tangible versus... You can give us both. That's fine. Common knowledge. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Common knowledge is what I would say is something that we cannot live without. And if, so is that mm-hmm. making sure that you're constantly keeping up and growing as far as learning different things and things, stuff like that? Or is it just getting hands-on experience? A little both, I okay. think. Yeah, I think a little bit of both, but just common sense, common knowledge, just knowing right from wrong, okay. knowing black from white, what's up, what's down, and just understanding that will get you so far, I think, in life um, than anything else. I'm a very black and white person. It is or it isn't, it's right, it's wrong. And so when uh, the gray world is very challenging for me, I know the world's gray, whatever, but it's challenging for me in that part. Um, If it's not something tangible, I think common sense or common knowledge is totally one of the best things that I could not do without, and none of my team members, like they all have to have that same thing. If you don't have the common sense to know right from wrong or what you should or shouldn't be doing, we're already at a bad foot. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Did you have a tangible idea? I mean, or no? kind of, I was going to say this and it's not horrible. Like, I'm kind of. Um, I am still very much a planner person, a notebook planner person. Okay. I go with pen and paper with me yeah. everywhere I go. And I take my phone, which I'm not attached to it, but for photos. You can find inspiration anywhere. So I literally am, I have a little tiny notepad in my purse okay. with a pen attached to it that if an idea comes to me, oh my gosh, yeah. whether it's an idea for my team, for a client, for whatever it may be, I jot everything down and then I take pictures of stuff to remind myself. So that's like tangible. Yep. in my purse I know men don't have purses but you know put it in your car or something but you, you know yeah you can figure it out but tangible just because you never know what you're going to hear or who you're going to find and then like untangible just pure common sense in life that's great yeah nice so let's now go into principles and philosophies we okay. got a few finishing questions sure um, the first one uh, so I've talked on here a lot of having pillars in your life things yeah. that you want to work towards um, is there anything that you have in your life that you just you know it's connected to your success or you want to make sure that that is a staple in your life. Yeah, uh, on a personal level, I am, I'm not a mother yet, but being a mother is a staple that will need to be in my life. That okay. is something that's a personal level for me that will make me feel successful. Okay. I will feel successful to have um, been a mother and raised however many children you know God chooses to, to let that occur. Um, so from a personal level, that's one of my pillars in that. Okay. Um, the balance pillar needs to be there. And, and for me, it's not just balance and work. It's, ba- it's a work-life balance. I'm balancing okay. enough so that my husband and I have time together. I have time with my family, my friends, because they're yep. very important to me. Um, I've always said that you can't take work with you when you die. But what I want, the impression that I want to leave is that I did as much as I could. I helped as many people as I could. And that at the end of the day, my family and friends still really loved me. And so my pillar is more probably personal than, yep. than work related for okay. success. I, I love what I do. It's super enjoyable um, on paper. It's very successful and I mm-hmm. get that. But for me, my success comes really much outside of work-related. I know this is a business yeah. podcast, but... doesn't matter. It's, it's not really a business no, like, podcast. But mine is really, yeah. really personal. I will say that I do feel incredibly um, successful on a business level. Um, I'm a words of encouragement and words of affirmation is my love language. So um, words is where I feel really, really successful in business. So whether it be a team member of mine, a client of mine, a yeah. former client, a, a you know colleague, whoever it is, any sort of words that you've done a good job or this is amazing, that's where I feel the success. Okay, great. So what, the next one is going to be, what is one thing that you see going on today, could be in business, could be whatever, that you would want to change? In my business, one big thing that I would want to change, I have two separate offices right now. So I have the wedding planning office at one location and I have the bridal shop at another. Eventually, I would like to put them in the same building. Okay. So I would like to maybe have an office upstairs and the bridal shop downstairs or something for one, for convenience in my life, having everything in one location. Um, But for two, it's really cool because even though they're two separate businesses, they do, you know, they intermingle. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, from a business standpoint, over the next few years, I'd like to have, I'd I'd like to bring them together, keep them as separate entities, but bring them together into the same building so it's an, kind of a almost not like a one-stop location underneath the roof because yeah. we do you know we do the groom stuff too so you know having it all in one section would be really cool okay so this is called success defined yep. so obviously I ask every time how do you in your life define success mm-hmm. I know you prepped me too and told me I was gonna ask this I mean I didn't it's know. the name I'm of the like show. crap you prepped me and I still <laughs> don't know um honestly I think my success is defined two ways. One, my own personal feelings on it. When I look in the mirror, what have I done or how do I feel about myself and my self-confidence and my self-image? 
and where I'm at and like rate that. Like if I'm on a one to 10, where do I rate myself in that? And I feel like anything basically seven and above, you're doing real freaking good. Like you had a good day. A C is passing, right? Like you did good. Um, So that's one level. On the second level for success in business, um, I feel successful, like I said, with the words. So the more that I hear positive interactions and not even necessarily for me, that's great when people tell me how wonderful, but anybody on my team of the eight other girls to hear. When a bride comes back and and raves about what one of your employees When somebody writes a review or when somebody requests somebody, you know, they met, um, you know, Ashley at a bridal show and they request to work with her because she was so great. Or they send me messages and tell me how amazing people are. They hug us at the door and they just tell me. And so as wonderful it is for me to be praised, having all the girls that work beneath Mm -hmm. me hearing anything from them that makes me feel successful because not only have i done that for me i've done it for them and i'm the livelihood for a huge chunk of these most of these girls don't have other jobs and so i become their livelihood so to feel like look what i've accomplished to be able to do that for someone else totally how i feel it yeah great all right final one this can be personal professional doesn't matter okay you and i are sitting here three years from now yeah what's happened in that three-year period where you can look back and say that was a successful period I would like to continue to grow, but cap it at a certain level. So if I get to 12 to 15 employees, that's where my cap is. That's okay. where I would like to be. Between, Total? Between, between the, the two, two companies? Okay. Yeah. However that would occur and break out, I'm totally fine. Um, that to me, and they're you know, a solid team of people that really love what they do and enjoy it. Having both businesses under one roof, for sure. That's a big piece that I feel like would make me feel a lot more successful. And being able to support financially more for my husband so that he can do more things that he really wants to do in life and we can take more vacations and spend more time yeah. together, that's another piece of success. So that's, that's number three. That's great. Yeah. So tell everybody where they can find you oh. and, and any sort of follow-up that you where that you would want them to go, anything like that. Yeah, awesome. So um, Aaron Paget Events and Paige and Elliott Bridal Boutique are both in Huntersville. Um, you can check us both out online. But we it's really cool because not only do we do weddings, but any event. We do corporate events, birthday parties. We actually have a divorce party coming up, which is kind of sad. But, you know, I guess it's full circle yeah. <laughs> if you need to. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, we just start from a business standpoint. I'd say continue to listen to podcasts, too. If they, if they don't currently, continue to listen and read. Read blogs. And it's crazy, but go and read. Even if you're not in the wedding industry, go pick up some business wedding blogs. It's amazing just how tactical those items are for any business yeah. anywhere. So, yeah. fun I would say. That's great. And we'll yeah. put things in the show notes too, like your website and stuff like that. You're so, sweet. Thank so, you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right.